everybody. Welcome to This Xbox Life, episode number 248, titled DRM Free. This is a show about the Xbox, uh, Xbox 360, and the Xbox One, and pretty much anything else that we want to talk about. I'm Rob, one of your hosts for tonight, and with me I got my good buddy Mark. Hello. Q, Mark. Hello. Am I muted? Is this thing working? Hello. Is this thing on? Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> well, yes, it is. And, uh, you know, we've got a fantastic show lined up for you guys, as always. And, you know, those of you who have been following things in the Xbox uh, uh, community, Xbox News, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, something big kind of happened. Um, when was that? Tuesday? Something like it. Wednesday I don't know, man. Is the beginning of the week. Sometime this past week. It was, be- it was before today. I know that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I know it was on Friday or Thursday. So it must have been somewhere between Monday and Wednesday. Yep. All the days run together. They do. Yes, they do. And, uh, you know, for those of you who have been following it, you know it has uh, something to do with the title of our show, the DRM-free title. So we'll get that. That doesn't mean that the show's DRM-free? No. Oh. So we still have DRM for this podcast, right? Yes. And good luck trying to find a DRM remover for it. That's right. You will not. (laughs) That's right. That's right. We want our money. Although I have uh, found somewhere on a forum that if you take the MP3 and you convert it to a wave, then you convert it to a flack, then you convert it to an MP4, and then back to a wave, and then a flack, then it is DRM-free. Well, now you just gave away the secret. Well, if somebody really wants to, they can follow that process. And, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, just so you know. <laughs> All right, all right. So uh, let's let's get on with things. Uh, I haven't had uh, too much of a chance to play anything. It was uh, my son's uh, birthday weekend, so we spent a lot of time doing birthday stuff and stuff that made him happy, which makes me happy. <laughs> makes my life a lot easier. It does. Uh, yeah. How about you, Mark? What have you uh, been playing? Um, you know what? I've had a lot of time this week, and I can't, I just can't, like I couldn't, get myself to really play much i had several days where i'm just like i'm just gonna watch some some tv or watch a movie or i don't know i'm kind of in a gaming slump sort of i've got the last of us still sitting here dude i have did not put it in all week i think i'm just gonna send it back i i really have i got to a certain point in it and i stopped and was kind of like you know so i talked about last week i was like yeah you know it really didn't impress me. It really didn't catch me, and um, I was kind of disappointed. And then, uh, and I think I'm like the only person in the world that's like disappointed at this game. But uh, I did go back a second time. I got like maybe five minutes into it and got stuck, and I can't seem to get past that part. And it just oh, really? frustrated me. And I'm like, and I'm playing on easy for crying out loud. You know, I'm like on the easiest. I just wanted to play the game and enjoy the story. Right, right. You know, and I can't even get past this part, and I'm just like, I, so I think I'm really gonna just send it back. I just, you know, I You're done just, with it. I'm yeah. It's just it was a real disappointment. Um, I I just don't know what else to do. Everybody keeps telling me keep playing it, but you know what? I don't. If I don't like it, I don't like it. I mean, that's just the way it is. Why play something because someone else says they like it? Um, if I'm not enjoying it, it's doesn't matter if the story is good or not, because if I can't get past the first hour of the game, then 
uneasy, then I'm just going to struggle as this game gets harder as it goes. So I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. I think, you know, I'd rather just, I'd rather just send it off and play something else. Um, so I think that's pretty much going to hit the mailbox tomorrow. Wow. Um, and I'm just done with PlayStation. Then, cause that was really the only thing I was looking forward to playing, but yeah, um, that's right. So I don't know if anybody wants to buy a PS3 cheap. <laughs> Maybe I should sell it because I never use it. That's what you know. What that's what I should do. I should go take this in. Of course, I already pre-ordered my Xbox One. Man, I should have taken my PlayStation Three in and turned that in and gotten some credit. It, well, you can do that for games, though. Yeah, maybe I could do that, and I can buy a bunch of Xbox One games. Yeah. <laughs> and did you get your uh, email from Amazon? Yes, and I think we'll talk about that later okay. in the show. I did, but yeah, we don't. I don't want to ruin anything yet. So spoil the surprise that we're teasing exactly exactly. Um, so what I did play is I did play some GTA 4. I'm still working through that game. Man, that's a long game. I'm finally to the point where I don't have to, or I'm I'm to the point where I, I got past before and we. I'm sorry for my pausing. We may actually have a community member about to join us. Oh, sweet. <laughs> so, yes, I guess that brings me back. I'll come back to GTA 4. But we were supposed to have a community show tonight where everybody talked about DRM. And we had some people with some things that come up, those that were, you know, um, uh, I got a message from, I won't say who, um, out of respect for them, but um, just, you know, there's some people in our community uh, you know, we've got a, a good person of a friend of ours that's uh, dealing with some things, so um, he couldn't make it. And our thoughts and prayers are out to him and his family. Uh, some other people just got, you know, life gets in the way. They got some stuff to do. And um, but let me see if um, I, I do believe we've got someone that wanted to join us. So I'm gonna take a quick pause. So Rob, if you wanna give me a minute, <laughs> I'm giving you a minute. <laughs> Fill the gap, man. Fill the gap. <laughs> I got to see if he wanted to join our call. And if he does, we'll bring him on in. Okay, so GTA 4, I'm finally to a place where I've gotten past, like, at least I think. I think I've gotten past where I was the first time I went through. Yet I don't remember the mission. I, I don't recall that I've done the mission where I first quit because I couldn't get past it. I don't recall having done that one yet. I'm still like waiting for that one to appear. But I've unlocked like a third island and I, I don't ever recall opening that third island before. So, and I'm doing missions like I don't remember before. So that's kind of cool. I feel like I'm finally making some progress, but it is a long game, man. And I've, I've gotten again, I got to a point where I just can't seem to get past this part. Uh, there's some there's some really hard uh, parts in this game uh, where you just struggle, but um, or I struggle. So I just don't know how people get through this. I and mean, I, I'm on a mission that I've done probably ten times, and I just no matter what I do, I get killed. Um, I got to figure this. I got to figure something out. You got to get some mad skills in. So or at least be. Quicker on the trigger finger. <laughs> or something. Um, okay, so we will not have a community member joining us. He was just wanting to ask a question. Oh, what a tease. So, I know, I know, but that's okay. 
But, well, I probably understand he's uh, actually from uh, uh, Melbourne. Oh, wait, that's he's in the United States. Never mind. I thought that was Melbourne, uh, Australia. <laughs> it says Melbourne, United States. So, never Melbourne, mind. <laughs> but um, I'll, I'll reply to him in just a second. But um, so I'm working on that, and I, I it's like I am enjoying it, but at the same time, it's really been frustrating me lately. So I'm gonna probably have to take a step back. Um, I did get Grid Two in. I was playing that. I really like the first Grid. Not really liking the second Grid as much. It seems I, I feel like I spend more time on the like cutscenes on the in between mission stuff than I'm actually doing on racing. Um, the game looks really good, um, but I don't know. I'm not feeling it, so I don't know if I'll play a whole lot more of that. I think I'm in a slump, man. I think I'm in that kind of gaming slump. Yeah, I mean, it happens. I mean, you just get you I, just get so burned out of stuff. and Yeah. Um, you know, so, so today I wanted to play something that wasn't going to frustrate me, so I'm like, okay, I can't play GTA 4. I really didn't feel like racing in Grid, so I'm like, let me throw in Guitar Hero Metallica. I'm kind of working through the bass career and playing through all of it in bass. So I pop it in, I start playing, and then one of uh, one of my friends pops on and is like, hey, I, I, have to, I had to play this because I saw you playing it. So we got in a game, and um, it was kind of funny. I got an achievement <laughs> that I didn't think I'd ever get just because no one ever plays this game. And uh, he got a few, and we just had a good time jamming out for a while. And um, so I played that for a little bit today. And then after last week, I think, and I've, I I swear I thought I covered this last week, but I guess I didn't. I think it was last week's show I talked about Red Dead Redemption, I guess. And I really thought it was two weeks ago when I said I finished it. And then someone pointed out that I didn't quite finish the whole game. So if I'm repeating myself, and I said this last week, I apologize but according to my last time I played it, it was this week. So I did go back and, and do the, as the sun found out that, yes, there are more missions to do, and I did those. And then it was kind of funny because I actually ended up with several more achievements, even beyond that, for, like, completing different things because I ended up just kind of keep playing because it, it is a fun game. And I was just kind of, oh, well, here's let's, you know a side mission or let's go do this or let's... Let's go try to find this other, like, base that I never found. Because those, like, where you go in and you're having, like, a big shootout in the base, it's kind of fun. Um, I, I do enjoy those, even though they're, uh, I swear these games, like GTA 4, GTA 4 is probably the worst. It It's not, that engine's not designed for a driving game or a shooting game. <laughs> I swear it's like, and that's what this is. It's like, it's all about driving and shooting. And that's not what this, it's just... It's so clunky. It's like it's just every car you drive in GTA, it's like you barely touch the stick and the car's about to roll over. Um, they, they sway so much, it's hard to drive. Um, your controls for shooting are just not – they're not smooth and fluid. Like, like I would want something like a Sam Fisher, like a Splinter Cell Conviction type of – to me, that's the way the controls should function, the game should function. You know, your character should move fluidly like it does in, in Conviction. And it's just, this GTA 4 is not anywhere close to that. So, it's okay. it's just a tough game to even have a shootout, you know. It's just, there's so many issues with it. But, um, 
But yet it's still a fun game. Um, I have no idea how old it is. But now Red Dead seems to be, it still has the same issues, but you don't have cars. So you don't have to worry about driving a car. You know, your horse is a lot easier to control and it worked a lot better. And I do think that the shooting mechanic in Red Dead is a lot better than it is in GTA 4. April so, 29th, 2008. Yeah, so it's, it's a bit old. So I'm really actually, that's like, hoping GTA 5 is improved. Actually, this game is as, pretty much as old as this podcast. <laughs> I think we started that in 08. Didn't we? Um, I, I think it was like uh, late summer. Maybe. Could be. I, I do not know. We'd have to look back at the... Uh, I don't even know if we have that when our first show posted. We'll have to see when that date was. But I don't know. Anyway, you look that up. You want to know? You look it up, Mister. <laughs> so. I'll stick with my original uh, late summer. Okay, so I did. I did actually do the those missions for Red Dead. So thank you to. I got several people that kind of wrote and said, "Hey, you got more to do. You're not done." And um, so thank you for that. I appreciate that because I got I got several more achievements and got to actually actually complete the game. So that was. That was a fun game. I if they did a Red Dead Redemption two, I would I would definitely have to buy it. I did enjoy and I didn't enjoy the full game. You know, I didn't do all the hunting and there's a lot of stuff still I could go back and do. Um I did get the free co op DLC. I did download that, so I haven't played it yet. I need I know some people in the community want to play it. Uh, we just need to set a date and, and go to it and uh, get together on Xbox and live and do that co-op. Uh, that should be fun, too. So, But, um, yeah, I don't – those games I tend to not go and do everything, but I got a good – I got a lot of game time in on that, and it, it was okay. fun. So, good game. But and I did it. check that date, by the way. Okay. Our episode one was Sunday, August 3rd. Wait. Well, there you go. You were so smart. I know. So, man, I wonder, I might have to go back and listen to episode one just to see what it was like. Uh, the good old days. <laughs> I, I like the title of it. It is, uh, <laughs> or, uh, RSS notes. <laughs> this is the start of a beautiful friendship here at this Xbox Life. This week is the birth of this Xbox Life where we have an open table discussion about various Xbox related. <laughs> I'm getting misty. You're getting all teary-eyed. Yeah. yeah. Woo-hoo. All right. Actually, that was just you, me, and Brun, and then Kyle came in. Did he? For, like, two shows or what? Yeah. It's funny. I forget Kyle actually was on the show because he's been gone off to Achievement Hounds for so long. They're over 100 episodes. Yeah, they're, like, what, about 150 or something? I think they're... I think they're about a hundred behind us, so I think he did he did a hundred or so with us. Even in for a while he was doing both shows and then he just went over there and basically, you know, thumbed his nose at us and said, I don't like these guys and never looked yeah, back. Kyle was like <laughs> you know, one of those uh lead singers that go off on their own. <laughs> yeah. He took he took his he took his uh, microphone and he went went and formed his own band. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the moronic anyway. band. So, now they're they're doing really good over there. Yeah, they are. Two of the guys from that show got to go to E3 recently. So their latest show, uh, you get to hear Eric talk about 
his experience at the very first time he ever got to go to E3. So it was interesting to hear from those guys. I was really glad they got to go. I think that was pretty cool. And uh, that's awesome. I'm glad they were able to do that. So. Oh, yeah. So, but. And, you know, for them, hopefully it's not the chance of a lifetime. And you know, hopefully they get to go again. Yeah, I guess. I think it was it was someone from their community that works for Microsoft that got them in. So I guess nobody from Microsoft listens to us. <laughs> Oh, well, that's all right. I'm getting teary-eyed. Hurry up, Rob. Where's the love? Take us on to something else. Yeah, there is no love here. It's a love-hate relationship with us, I think. People love You know, uh, (laughs) before we get on uh, with our topics, there's one thing I did want to mention, and that's uh, during a little down moment that I had, I was able to uh, load something on my phone, and it was Rayman... uh, uh, the latest Rayman, whatever, is like Jungle, Jungle Run or something. A Sony but, game. What's that? A Sony title. Okay. <laughs> How right, dare I'll, you? I'll go with that, right? <laughs> so I, I loaded the thing and, you know, it did the initial download off of the Play Store. And then it needed to download like another, I don't know, 100 meg of stuff. Sat there and I waited and I waited. And then it sat there and it was unpacked and everything. And I was thinking to myself, how nice would it be to have this stuff just be freaking automatic? Yeah. Like on the Xbox. I mean, it was almost a worse experience than, you know, stuff on the PC. Where by the time it actually finished, I mean, it was at least five minutes later. And I mean, at that point, I was like, you know, I really didn't want to play it anymore. I was kind of annoyed that it was taking so long. But, you know, I sat there, you know, it was actually same as my Halo 4 experience, <laughs> where I was so close to the end, I didn't want to play anymore, but I kept playing anyway, just because I put so much time into it. But what these are things that we could have avoided. You know what I'm saying? With Xbox? Yeah, they are. But we'll and and I, I got to stand corrected. Rayman is also on Xbox, so. I think the new one is going to be on PlayStation only, or it was announced for PlayStation. But so, anyways, I'm sorry. I, I'm but that's sorry. different than the. <laughs> I'm sorry, I yelled mobile. at you. I'm having. New, a bad that's day. different than the one on mobile devices. So, so your complaint is that you have to wait a really long time to install yeah, I mean, it or get an update same, on that. Same thing like what happened last week with uh, a World of Tanks. Where, you know, you want to play a game and it just takes forever. I mean, it was like a five gig download, then it's like installing and then patching. Mm-hmm. And you just have to sit there and just wait. That's, that's one reason I don't want to put Defiance back in because I know I'd probably have several updates that I'd have to apply to that game and it'd take about a half hour to 45 minutes before I could actually get into the game. Well, there's other reasons I don't put it in too, but yeah. <laughs> that's also, it's like, even if I wanted to play it, I've got probably a good half hour of patch time. Let me count the ways. Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> so, so what can we well, do anyway. about it? What, what, what can we possibly do about it, Rob? That's just the way the system is. Yeah. There's no way around it that I could foresee. Well, there were companies that did have solutions. No. They did have solutions, no. yes, Who? yes. Who would possibly and, have And they were met with a lot of hate from the community, not our 
Yeah, no, ours was part of it too. Not us. Ah, I'm being nice. I'm being nice. There was some hate in from our community. <laughs> that's well, that's... their hate has been heard. <laughs> I guess. That's and true. we are losing in- innovation. We are. You know, and that's kind of funny too because – it seems like that's all I've heard this week is everybody complaining about what we're losing. It's like, well, why, why didn't you realize that before yeah. you were whining about it? But it's, uh, I think it's because it's like those of us that didn't really have a problem with it, we're now going, hey, wait a minute, you took all the cool stuff away that you talked about at E3 and in your your um, reveal show. All that stuff's gone now. That's so everybody wanted. Not what everybody wanted, but a lot of people wanted. It's just at least the, the loud ones. Well, Microsoft. Let's let's go through this. They did announce. Uh, in fact, this was on June nineteenth, as a matter of fact. So it was Wednesday, Rob. Okay. Wednesday. So that is uh, part of my window of Monday through Wednesday. So I was correct. You were correct. You were not wrong. Don Matrick, president of Interactive Entertainment Business, posted on the Xbox Wire. Um, and I'm going to read this so we, everybody's up to speed on the whole thing. I'm sure everybody is. Ever, you know, this was huge news. But By the way, let me make a quick comment about Don Matrick. Okay. So the, did you hear the latest uh, Windows Weekly podcast? I don't know if I sent it over to you. Not this past week. I yeah. don't. It's, no, it's well, a pretty, maybe. I, I, everything's blended in. Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> I made this, was, this was the one. Uh, it's a show where Paul Thurot from Microsoft. Uh, he's not a Microsoft journalist, but he's a journalist that covers Microsoft. Okay. So he uh, was talking about He actually titled it. It was a pretty good title. It's called uh, Xbox 180. I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, I did not hear. Get that. it? I did not Xbox hear. Xbox 180. I get it. Yeah. Right. So he made a comment about uh, Don Matrick and uh, basically said that he thinks that Don is going to be one of those guys that are just going to disappear. <laughs> 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 the, w- the way that everything's been handled lately and how he's, you know, been in front of the press and kind of some of his bungles that he's had. Yeah. Where just all of a sudden he's going to go bye bye. And, you know, He's not one that should ever be on stage, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't think he has it. Uh, most of the Microsoft guys they put on those stage, most of them really shouldn't be there. He's one of them. I, they just—I feel like they're so out of their element. They don't know what they're doing. They feel uncomfortable. They're out of place. Yeah. And you're getting but, real quiet, Rob. Is, is this better? There you go. Thank you. Okay. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with him. But, you know, I hate to say, like, you know, put Paul on a pedestal or something like that. But <laughs> he's uh, he's right on with some stuff, and this might be one of them. But anyway, I, let me uh, let you get back to what you were saying. Well, the they posted on the Xbox Wire. It's a, it's a pretty new blog, at least as new as far as I know. I, um, I think this whole blog that they put up was right after E3. Uh, it's the first time I ever saw it, but they talked about, let me just read their blog post. It says, last week at E3, the excitement, creativity, and future of our industry was on display for a global audience. For us, the future comes in the form of Xbox One, a system designed 
to be the best place to play games this year and for many years to come. As is our heritage with Xbox, we designed a system that could take full advantage of advances in technology in order to deliver a breakthrough in gameplay and entertainment. We imagined a new set of benefits, such as easier roaming, family sharing, and new ways to try and buy games. We believe in the benefits of a connected digital future. Since unveiling our plans for Xbox One, my team and I have heard directly from many of you, read your comments, and listened to your feedback. I would like to take the opportunity today to thank you for your assistance in helping us to reshape the future of Xbox One. You told us how much you love the flexibility you have today with games delivered on disc. The ability to lend, share, and resell these games at your discretion is of incredible importance to you. Also important to you is the freedom to play offline for any length of time anywhere in the world. So today I'm announcing the following changes to Xbox One and how you could play, share, lend, and resell your games exactly as you do today on Xbox 360. Here's what that means. An internet connection will not be required to play offline Xbox One games. After a one-time system setup with a new Xbox One, you can play any disc-based games without ever connecting online again. There's no 24-hour connection requirement, and you can take your Xbox One anywhere you want to play your games, just like on 360. Please pay attention to what they said. You will have to connect it to the Internet for one time. On day one, for the first time you open this box, you will need to do put it online to get the update to disable this feature. I think that's real important for everybody to understand. It is not going to come disabled in the box. And this has to do with... You think uh, that's disabling it? They're gonna. You have to take this day one update to basically turn oh, this 24-hour connection requirement off. Right. So you will have to put every Xbox One will have to be online at least one time, the very first time when you're going through the setup. Okay. So if you don't have internet for some reason, then don't buy an Xbox One unless you can take it to a buddy's house, put it on his internet to get the update, and then you can take it off and go back home and play your games. So you're thinking that the original setup with how they explained it prior to this past week, that's already going to be on all of them. It's already going to be on there. They've already said it's going to be a day one update. Yep. And that has to do with manufacturing times. And, you know, they, they're, these guys are now working hard to remove some of these awesome features that everybody whined about and cried about. So to get that, you're going to have to basically patch the console on day one. Okay. So... Um, so keep that in mind it's going to come with this 24 hour connection required out of the box you will have to connect it to the internet to get your update your dashboard update if you will and then that then you will no longer have that I mean it probably pulls down your you know live configuration gamer tag all that kind of stuff right you're going to yeah it's not an update and it's yeah yeah, I just can't see anyone putting this on, and because they're like, "Well, how come I don't have my gamer tag?" Well, guess what? You got to connect it online, fool. Exactly. So, um, trade in, lend, resell, gift, and rent disc-based games, just like you today. There will be no limitations to using and sharing games. It will work just as it does today on Xbox 360. In addition, in addition to buying a disc from a retailer, you can also download games from Xbox Live on day of release. So That's that cool. we're not losing that. You can still, day and date, you can get digital versions. If you choose to download your games, you will be able to play them offline just like you do today. Xbox yep. One games will be playable on any Xbox One console. There will be no regional restrictions. So, so that's, this is one, that's huge. Yeah, that's a this huge is one turn. thing that hasn't really been talked about too much in the past, right? 
not really the region locking. Yeah. Or the region unlocking. Yeah. They, they said at E3, well, I don't think they said it, but it was listed, you know, we already knew it was going to be region locked, just like the 360 is. Yeah. Uh, the PlayStation 3 is not region locked. Um, but they have removed this restriction now from Xbox One. And I think this is cool because, like, the people, like, who play, uh, for example, the Achievement Hounds, you know, those guys have, like, an American console, a European console, and a Japanese yeah, yeah. console. They have to buy three consoles just to play the games for Xbox 360. Well, it, to me, that always seemed dumb. I mean, I, if I'm buying a Japanese game for an Xbox 360, it should play in my 360. I may not be able to understand it because it's written in Japanese, but I should still be able to play the game. You will oh, be able sure. to do that on Xbox One. So now you don't have to worry about importing the games and buying the games and having, you know, will it work on my console? Yeah, they're all there's no region locking anymore. Cool. So that's good news. That is, like, the only good news, really, out of this whole thing. <laughs> Uh, these changes will impact some of the scenarios we previously announced for Xbox One. The sharing of games will work as it does today. You will simply share the disc. Downloaded titles cannot be shared or resold. Um, also, some, so downloaded titles cannot be shared or resold. In the system they wanted, you would have been able to download a game and you would have had the ability to resell that downloaded game, something you can't do today. So that's something that I'm like, that's why I don't like to download. Because if I do want to sell it or give it to someone, I couldn't do that if I download the game. Mm-hmm. On the new Xbox One, what they intended to do was allow you to resell those. That's gone, because that's what everybody wanted. You all wanted to be locked to those downloaded titles and not be able to rent, uh, share them or sell them. This is what you asked for. Right, right. Also similar to today, playing disc-based games will require that the disc be in the tray. Um, is, is that a big deal? No, it's not a big deal. But I really like the idea that I could go to the store or have Amazon ship me my disc, me install the game, and then me put that disc on the shelf and never have to pull it back off again. And I could have played – I could play that game – I, because I don't know how many times I've been playing something and somebody else says, hey, you want to help me with this? And I'm like, yeah, but i got to get off my fat butt, walk over to the shelf, pull the disc out of the game, you know, swap disc. It would have been so nice not to just have to do that. I mean, we're in this age of technology that we got all this cool stuff, and nope, we still have to swap discs because that's what everybody wants. Everybody didn't want the ability to not have to swap discs. You know, and, and the answer that comes back to me is, well, you can buy digital. Well, guess what? I don't want to buy digital because I can't resell it or share it. I like mm-hmm. the physical media mm-hmm. on, my, on my tray. I like it sitting on my shelf. I got something to look. I like it. I'm old school. But I like the ability that if I did go download uh, digital, which everything's going to go digital anyways, that I would have had the ability to share it or sell it. You know, now I don't have, oh, yeah. and now I don't have, now I have to get off my butt and swap discs. And, and you know, one thing I want to mention too is I have an issue with the current system that they've got where, you know, you have to put the disc in if it's installed in the hard drive. And I'm really, really bad about what I do with those discs because I take a disc out and I just put it on the table. Well, yeah. And well, let me ask you this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you have to put the disc in the tray if you've installed it to your hard drive? Prove ownership. DRM. 
It's DRM is what it is. Exactly. It's proving you have the disc. So you didn't get away from DRM, fools. All you did was say, now I've got to prove it by putting the disc in the tray. Right. You know, you didn't accomplish you from, anything. That's, you went from electronic DRM to physical DRM, which yeah. is... You, I mean, just keeping the same DRM you're familiar with. It's, I mean, we may as well go old school and go back to, okay, you're going to be playing the game. Okay, enter in the word from the fourth line of the eighth page of the instruction manual. Yeah, well, the problem there is they'd have to give us instruction manuals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Every time you play it, yeah, you'd have to open up the manual and find a word or a number or a symbol or something. Yeah. So, stupid. It's just, you know, you didn't you didn't gain anything, people. You set us back is what you did. You, you told Microsoft, don't be forward thinking. Let's stay in yesteryear, you know. Yeah. We were going to the Cloud City, and now we're going back to living in tents. Yeah. So... Uh, they they wrapped this up. They said, we appreciate your passion, support, willingness to challenge the assumptions of digital licensing and connectivity. Well, while that's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, it's just a PR spin. While we believe that the majority of people will play games online and access the cloud for both games and entertainment, we will give consumers a choice of both physical and digital content. We have listened and we have heard loud and clear from your feedback that you want the best of both worlds. Blah, blah, blah. You know what that translates to? This This is what it translates to. What's that? PS4 is kicking butt on Xbox One on pre-sale, on pre-order sales. That's my opinion. It doesn't matter. I, you know, I mean, uh, there there was a lot of negativity. I mean, it was ridiculous. I mean, Microsoft did nothing right on the reveal of this. They got crucified on the Xbox One reveal, which I didn't understand, you know, because they did exactly what they said they were going to do. You know, right. and this is what frustrates me about people who are criticizing Microsoft. And, and again, I'm not, you know, I like the system. Okay, I am not a fanboy. I hate Windows 8. I think it stinks. It's horrible. I hate it. Okay, and I and I, I hate Word. I hate that I have to use that crappy program. Um, they've ruined it over the years. Okay, but I can recognize a good product. And Xbox One. They, Microsoft came out. I'm not going to crucify a company because they do what they said they were going to do. They said, we're going to reveal our console, which they did. They showed it to you. Sony never did on their reveal. Oh, exactly. Okay? What did yeah, they yeah. reveal? The controller. Whoop-de-doo. Oh, it looks just like the other one, except it's got a shiny blue pad on it now and a touchpad. It's still the same stupid controller. You didn't reveal anything, okay? So Microsoft says, we're going to, sh- we're going to do a reveal. But we're gonna we're gonna focus on games at E3. So they told you up front there weren't gonna be a, a games. This was not gonna be a game focused reveal. So they did all the stuff that people complained about from previous years about E3 being about connect and casual and TV and entertainment. They got rid of that. There was none of that at E3. So E3 was all about the games, which is what everybody says they wanted. Okay. Oh That's yeah. what Microsoft did. So whatever you do, complain about, complain about. The, that they didn't get to see games and the reveal. Well, they told you they weren't going to do it. So they showed you some really cool features and functions of the new device. The, the HDMI pass-through, and I've been hearing this this past week on several shows, there's a lot of professionals that are saying that HDMI pass-through is completely being skipped over, and it's a huge thing. There's some people saying, this is huge. This is like the biggest feature they absolutely love on Xbox One. And like everybody's ignoring it. I'm stoked about it. I think it's going to be awesome. 
No more having to switch inputs. It's going to make, you know, people say, well, how hard is it to hit the button on your thing? You know, well, I got to hit the button, go uh, HDMI 2. I'm on HDMI 2, so I got to go to TV. I got to go to console then or component and then back to HDMI 1 to get back to my direct TV. It oh, is. Yeah. It's three or four button presses. Is I it, know on my, on my TV, I have to cycle through like seven or eight inputs. I know. <laughs> and it, it, it's a pain in the butt. Why yeah, can't yeah. we? And why is everybody against making it easier? Okay. I can just turn my Xbox on and bam, it's on. Or I can just say Xbox TV. Bam. I don't have to switch an input anymore. It made my life easier. I am, I do watch TV on, and I play Xbox on the same, on the same television. So why not have them using one HDMI? I think it's brilliant. It's beautiful. Makes my life easier. Everybody hated it. It's all about TV, and they're trying to revolutionize TV. They didn't say anything about TV. They're talking about making it easier to watch it and making sure you can jump from your movies to your TV to your games seamlessly, making it work and function better than what it does today. Right, and all in one. I don't have to sit and search for the remote anymore. I can just say Xbox TV. I don't have to go, okay, where's my thing? I gotta, you know, that's what I gotta do when I'm done. I gotta switch my inputs back. Where's my remote? You know, it's about making stuff work, making the technology work. You yeah, know? I guess with Connect, it would make that, you know, if you can't find your TV remote, big deal. Just talk <laughs> you to don't the need TV. It. Yeah, pull up the guide. Yeah. Talk to the guide, and the guide will you know, walk right through the guide with, the, with you know, uh, Xbox, Discovery Channel. Bam, there you go. Just, so you would say a, Xbox, uh, Lifetime. What's on Lifetime? Of, instead of paging up and down anymore, going, what channel is that on? Or having to type in the channel. Yeah, is it being lazy? We're all lazy. Everything we do and every, all technology is in making things easier for us to use. And now everybody's criticizing Microsoft for trying to make things easier and better for us. I, I just, I don't understand that. You know, and, and, and that's, oh, so, so then we get to E3, and they talk about, now, I, and I will say, I wasn't completely on board, but I did say from day one, on okay, with, I, what? with their DRM, I could, okay. I could, I was fine with the used games. I, I, I really felt that if they're announcing it, everyone else, you know, Sony was going to do the same thing. I can't believe they were going to do something that they, that Sony wasn't. Um, it just doesn't make sense that publishers and developers, because EA dropped the online pass. Okay, why would they do that if there wasn't something in place to take the place of it? Which Microsoft came in and said there is something to take place of it. Okay, that makes sense. So I mean, Sony's going to be doing the same thing. I, I just it, probably it, not you know, as nice. You, I, yeah, and and I think that Sony really kind of played the dirty PR trick, and I think they. I believe they were going to do it, and I think they saw a chance to kind of go at the juggler of their competitor and really try to stick it to them. You know, I, I think it was dirty and I think that they probably reversed on, on these things. And now EA's had to come out and say, well, we're not going to bring back the online pass, you know, and it's just like, you know what? Something's going to be there to take its place. These companies are putting these things in to protect their products, if you will, and their IPs and their money um, you can't say they're getting rid of it and not replacing it with anything. That just, you know, that just never happens. Um, but I just think that Sony really shifted gears at the last second and said, we're going to screw Microsoft over. 
Because that whole that whole end of that press conference, dude, was nothing but slamming them. Oh, and by the way, oh, you can we we're not we're not doing this, we're not doing that. Oh, but by the way, we're going to charge you fifty dollars to play online multiplayer now. Oh, and we're not doing this, and we're not doing that. Nobody cared. Nobody said complaining at all about having to pay for PS PlayStation Plus now for multiplayer. Sony has done what Microsoft done, and it's something they've criticized Microsoft on. All the fanboys from Sony have said, oh, you guys got to play. We get free online. Well, now they don't have it anymore, and guess what? They don't seem to care. It's like no big deal. They don't even right. care. It's like – so it, it just shows the stupidity and ignorance of these people, you know, that it, 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 it's just stupid fanboyism, and everybody's – you can't just – you got to step out of it and look at it. Okay, well, what is this? What this is about – and not get all, oh my gosh, it's Big Brother, and the Kinect is watching me, and you know what? The government, they're already watching us with drones. I posted that up the other day. They can watch you through drones. If you're so paranoid about the government watching you, shut your shut your cell phone off. Oh, because that's always on and always connected, yet you yep. don't seem to have a problem with that. Stop Twittering and Facebooking everything you do in the world. Stop checking in with Foursquare about everywhere you go. Turn your PC off, which has all your financial data and your passwords and links to your banks and your tax returns and blah, 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 blah on there. That's what you should be worried about. That's what you should be focusing on. Not some video game camera is going to... The government's going to tap into Xbox Live and spy yeah, yeah. on you through Connect. Give me a break. That is oh, absolutely. ignorant and stupid. And, I, you know, if there's people in our community who are going, no, I believe Connect's going to check on me, you're stupid. I mean, if I've insulted you, I don't care because it is stupid. When you got your PC on all day, your cell phone on all day, and you're Twittering and tweeting to the world everything you're doing. Come on. Pull your head out, people. Yeah, and... <laughs> The thing most people don't realize is, especially when you use those services like Facebook and, and all those, you're basically putting your information willingly. You are putting your information yeah. up on the Internet where it will never go away. If you think you can delete it. You can't get rid of it. No. It, it's up there permanently. Even if you want to, you cannot take it down. Yeah. And you are basically giving away your, I don't want to say freedoms or but, but your, your privacy your is privacy. being given away willingly by you so you, your friends can see what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, that that's where I kind of get kind of frustrated over all these stupid things that, you know, and, and then there you get the issues of, okay, so let me backstep a little bit. I know I'm ranting, but you know what? The community okay. had a chance to sound off. They didn't show up today. So you're stuck listening to Rob and I <laughs> rant. So we got to fill all that time in. But, you know, I've heard, okay, so let me step back. I did say when it was first come up, I didn't really care for it. Um, I, I, You know, I thought the used game thing, I'm like, okay, well, is, is, if Sony's going to have to follow suit, that's what they're doing, fine. I don't buy a lot of used games. I like the ability to do it, but... I, I don't sell my stuff anymore. I quit doing that because it was a ripoff. I'll give you $2 for that game. What? Yeah, but they're going to sell it for 50 You know, I mean, come on. You know, you're getting ripped off. You don't get a fair price on those. So I just said I might as well keep it. So I keep them. The, the, the rental was the big thing for me. I'm like, I really don't so like that I'm not going to be able to rent game. Yeah, with Gamefly. However, I said back then when we first heard about it, 
I'm sure they're going to work something out because it, you know, to cut off all that really seemed odd to me that they would cut out used games and rentals and all that and not allow you to do any of that. Um, I actually was kind of hoping that we might see something with Gamefly on Xbox Live. Like, I think if Microsoft could have gone to Gamefly and said, we want an exclusive digital thing, let's put you, let's digitize you, let's give digital rentals on Xbox Live only exclusively, and then we can say, hey, we have Gamefly rentals exclusive to Xbox One. You can't rent games, okay. uh, you know, I mean, you can get them day and date you, instead of waiting through the mail like PS4 would have to do. You can get it digitally, download it the day it's released, you know. No more, well, I didn't get that because there's not enough disc. I think that would have been awesome. And they even stated they were working on trying to figure out a way it was. And again, it's just software. I'm like, they'll figure it out. I don't think they'll cut out rentals. It's just, you know, I've rented too many games that turned into purchases, you know. Um, and I think a lot of people do that. Um so I wasn't too concerned. But if it went away, I'm like, well, okay, so I'm going to lose something that I do like. Is it the end of the world? No. And there's, I'm getting a lot of cool stuff here. I'm getting a lot of cool features. I'm going to be able to share with ten friends. I'm going to be able to, you know, have day and date and all these different things. So, you know, I'm like, do I like everything? Not necessarily, but do I like that they're moving us forward? Yeah. I, I thought there was some cool stuff that they were offering. So now all that's gone, and we're essentially it's like okay, your Xbox One now is an Xbox 360.5. It's like a 360 Part Two. It's going to act exactly the same. Not, not all that all those cool features are gone. You know, and and right, right. I've heard the complaints of, well, you know, what about the military? That's not fair to treat the military that way because they can't get online. All the people bringing that up aren't in the military. <laughs> okay? And uh, I have been in the military. And granted, things have changed since I was in, you know, but we never had any video games when I was deployed to the front. Now, I do know these guys in some places, they do, and I know like on the ships and stuff, in the Navy, they, they have consoles and stuff, and they don't have internet connections. Again, it's a software thing. It's something that could easily have been rendered, fixed, uh, special, whatever, you know, they could have figured that out. They could have handled it. They could have made yeah, it possible. Yep. You know, and, and it's also, it's a small market, if you're looking at it from the financial side of, this is a product I'm releasing, We're gonna, we want to impact the majority of the people, we're not going to release a product that's going to say, you know, half of 1% are going to be affected negatively, okay, so let's just build, we're not going to build a product for a half of 1%, you should be building it for the 99.5%. Right, right. You know, and I and, and I got nothing against the military. I mean, I, I, I'm ex-military for crying out loud. I love that these guys get the ability to play these things, and 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 I understand the conditions and stuff. Um, but you can't dictate the way technology moves based on a small group of people. You know, so what if they have playstations? You know, if that was the case, you wouldn't have any form of innovation, really. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, you know, because you know, like you said, you can't, you can't build a product based on you know not inconveniencing anyone. 
why did we? Why did? Why isn't no one complaining that a Blu-ray is in the Xbox One? Doggone it! I want a DVD player, just like my 360. Because Blu-ray, that's kind of advancing the technology a bit, don't you think? Yeah. Why? Why should we put it in there? I mean, essentially, I've now got. I'm gonna on my Xbox One. Essentially, is a 360 with a Blu-ray player. That's really it. And an HDMI pass-through. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> you know, granted, there's some hardware improvements there, but that's essentially what we're getting. All, all the cool stuff, they just ripped it out. True. And what about all those people that don't have HDMI? Oh, no. <laughs> we have a console. What then? All the 360. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, Get your component cable. Yeah, no kidding. Um, you know, it's just... I've, I've heard the complaints, and like I said, there's things I didn't care for either. Like, oh, well, if I travel, I probably won't be able to use it. Well, the box is too big to haul anyways. And and what I did like was, okay, well, the cool thing is, is because it's digital, I can just take my, my box, a cable, and a controller. I don't have to haul around four or five game discs either because guess what? It's all in the cloud. So if I can get it connected... And I got my whole entire library available to me when I'm on the road. I don't have to haul my all my hundred games with me. They're all going to be there no matter where I travel to. That's gone. See ya. Can't do it anymore. No, no, no. Because you know we 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 don't want to be connected. You know our our PCs are always on the internet. Our cell phones are always in the internet. Our smart TVs are always on the internet. No, we can't have our game console be on the internet. That's that's just crazy talk. That's just crazy, because yeah. nobody who has nobody has internet connection in this day and age. And you know, one thing too that I always thought of was, you know, looking at my or looking at anyone's 360 currently, that Ethernet cable is always plugged in. You never unplug it when you turn it off, right? I don't have one plugged in. Why? What do you got? I Wi-Fi? Do. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Your little Wi-Fi adapter thingy <laughs> is always plugged in. Well, that goes through an Ethernet cable, doesn't it? Eventually. <laughs> yeah, okay. I got Eventually. you on a technicality. Eventually, yes. You know, so, I mean, essentially the things, the, the things on all the time whenever, you know, the, the console's on. So what? who cares if it does stuff behind the scenes? Your Windows machine updates in the middle of the night if you leave it on. Big deal. And yeah, I mean, I I'm gonna miss the background updates. The back, yeah. you know, uh, now when I turn a game in, because this is this thing they said it's gonna function just like your 360. So when you pop that game in, guess what? It's gonna go. Oh, there's a game update. It could have already been installed for you. So when you put your disc in, well, uh, so when you launched the game, because you wouldn't have had to put the disc in. Instead, you could have just said, you know what? I want to play this game out of my library. Yeah, the disc's on my shelf, but I don't have to put the disc in because Xbox One is so freaking awesome, and it knows I own it, so I don't have to prove it with physical DRM. Uh, I'm using digital DRM because it's better, and uh, I'm going to launch it, and guess what? Oh, there was an update, but they already applied it for me last night or while I was at work today. How awesome is that? I go right in and play my game. Instead, I got, oh, wait, i got to go get the disc now. i got to put the disc in. It's going to boot up. Oh, guess what? There's an update. So I got to, granted, the updates aren't long. But that's the point. It's still taking time away. And why should I have to do that if I don't have to? There's a system in right, place. Right. There's a system built to avoid all that. No more dashboard updates. It'll do it for you in the background. No more software updates. It's all going to be done yeah. in the background. 
you know, you brought up a point that I really didn't think about before where the reason why it probably does the updates right when you launch the game is you are proving that you own the game by putting in that disc. So that is the digital, I mean, the physical DRM requirement that you're meeting. Yeah. You know, whereas normally with, you know, the, the originally proposed plan for the Xbox One, you know, it would have had the electronic DRM and it would have applied it overnight, probably when it phoned home. I'm yep. guessing. How, how, so you, got, you got TiVo, Rob? No. You, you had TiVo, okay, but you had, yep. well, you have a, you have a, a, DVR. a DVR with DirecTV, don't you? Yep. That thing phones home. That thing phone homes. Phones home. <laughs> that thing checks in. It phones homes. Anybody that has a DVR through a satellite company, and I can imagine it's the same with the uh, with the cable company. You think those cable boxes aren't checking in and talking and communicating? My 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 direct TV has to always update the guide because it only does like two weeks at a time. It'll hold it like a two weeks uh, in advance. So it's always got to check in. It's always doing software check. I never tell it to. It just updates. And what a lot of people don't realize with that stuff is that the receivers actually phone home and they send your viewing habits. So, you know, you are part of, and they, they say it's anonymous, but you're part of an anonymous community. So DirecTV knows out of all their subscribers, you know, who watched, you know, Defiance on Monday night? Who watched something else? I mean, they know all that. Yeah. And but I most people it, don't think about it because, you know, it didn't hit the news after E3. Yeah, everybody thinks like Twitter trending and Facebook trending is cool. Well, guess what? I without the on with the all without the checking in or checking your Xbox online, there goes the trending option from from Xbox. I don't even know if that's going to work. Maybe it will. You know, I, I what I wish they would have done is turn to this. Say, okay, if you want to turn this off, if you're a whiny, cranny, whiny little baby and you can't handle change, then fine. Here you go. It's the same as is. Okay. But if, if you want to get some cool technology and enjoy the things we talked about, then you can do it. I, I wish they would have given me the choice on day one to say, do I want to yeah. turn, do I want physical DRM or digital DRM? You pick. Which one do you want? I would have said digital DRM. Oh, absolutely. And you know, I, I, let me, give me all those features and then everything you talked about, you give it to me. The people that don't want it, then they don't get it. Then they get an Xbox 360 with an HDMI pass-through. I mean... There you totally. go. I mean, I 100% agree with you. And one thing I wanted to add about that, because I was actually thinking about that a little bit, was that I bet you that they didn't have that ability. Uh, they couldn't provide that experience in the amount of time that, that they had. You know, in other words, I was kind of thinking that they had the original Xbox experience probably coded and in the in the can, you know. And then they had the new experience, which just got reversed. They had that that they were developing also. So they just were able to revert to the old one fairly quickly. And there might come some point down the road where you can switch to the new experience. You know what I'm saying? It's just they couldn't offer it on day one. I hope so. I, I would hate to see these features go away. Um, I mean, one of the things about the family sharing, and I'm going to 
And I know if, the, if people in the community here, they'd be jumping in going, yeah, but you can only share, like, demos only. That's it. Or you only has, get has a one-hour time limit. Microsoft came, out, came on and said, um, I think it was Mark Witten that said it, don't believe everything on the Internet. That whole time limit thing would just be silly. That's from Xbox. They said no. That there was, uh, there it was, and they said in, in uh, I think it was E3, uh, it was everything. Because several, I've listened to several podcasts this week talk about that specific thing too. And, you know, Microsoft said it was your library. Your library was free to share with up to 10 family members. Yeah. And everything. they said it was up it to was 10 family members, whoever they are. Whoever they are. And only one other person. So the person that owns the title can play it whenever they want, and then up to one other person can play at the same time. That same title at the same time. Right. So you could actually play it with a friend. One of you bought the game, retail game, a buddy of yours, I'm sorry, a quote brother could have played another the mother. co-op game with you and never paid it and gone through the whole campaign together and you only bought one copy of the game. Now the thing I don't understand is I don't I don't understand how the publishers and developers would be okay with that. You know, to me, a timed thing makes more sense. Because how are you gonna allow because Sony but Sony had a you know shared their library out, I think it was with three friends, um, when the PlayStation three first launched. They ended up pulling that feature. You know, and I can't it might be see too how hard to administrate. I you know, I have no idea and I can't believe that Publishers would be okay with that when they're screaming and crying about losing money. I mean, think about it. Democulus, you know, he's he's Mr. Gamer. He buys every game that comes out. Okay, at least I, one. Dude, game. I would I would have paid him to be on his friends list or his yeah. family list. Like, dude, come on. You know, I mean, I mean, think about it. People like that could make money. They'd be like, all right, I'm selling a slot. You know, you know, I, I could have. I said, okay, I pay. Gamefly 20, 30 bucks a month. I'm just going to pay Democulus 30 bucks a month. I want to be his family member and I get to play everything he, all he has to do is take it out of the wrapping, install it so that it knows and it, bam, it's in his library and I get to play anything. So he, the day one he buys these games, man, I'm able to play them. I could complete them and never have to buy these games. I, I, I can't believe that that, that shows you that for every title released, nine copies could go out for free. That's why I don't believe publishers and developers would be on board with well, it. So, you know, if you if you look at it from the grand scheme of things, though, you've got an electronic DRM, so you're no longer losing sales to the used market. So that's a win for them. So they're going to get more sales, period. And that circle of friends is, is 10 people large, it doesn't go beyond that. You, you know what I mean? So sure, there, there would mean, be like little pockets, but it wouldn't encompass too many people. I suppose. I suppose I could see that. Um, but let's let's take so Microsoft says there was no limitation on time frame or what you could play. It was the full library, whatever, full experience. So right. let's just take the rumors of the Internet because nobody wants to believe what Microsoft says because the Internet knows better. Internet knows more than what Microsoft would know, right? So we're going to say it's time-based. You can play anything in the library, but it's a one-hour time limit, and after you've played that retail game for one hour, 
they're going to go, well, we hope you enjoyed your experience. Here's a link to purchase the game to continue playing. Okay? Right. And so you let, keep let's, your let's, save say, files, let's say the internet progress. is right on. Yeah. Let's say the internet, because, you know, they're almighty, all knowing, and they would never lie. So, what would be so wrong with that? Because the way I look at it, that just solved my rental problem with Gamefly. Because, again, Democulus is my brother, and he buys everything day one. And so day one, I get to check it out. And I'm like, hey, this game's pretty good. I played it for an hour. I love it. Yeah, I'm going to buy it. I may not buy it digitally, but I could. Right. Or I can go and get on Amazon and say, yes, yeah, send me this game. I want to buy it. I still got to try it out. Exactly. So more than every, a, a five-minute demo would give you. Right. Every retail game then is a demo of itself. Right. You're actually getting to play the real game, not a, a demo that was built completely separate from the real game. I don't know how many times I've done a demo, and it's not a, an actual representation of the end product. Exactly. Um, and I get more than five minutes. So people complaining, well, you only get an hour. How much time do you need? Okay, if you are playing a game for an hour and you still haven't figured out if you like it or not, guess what? You probably don't like it. And the people that are complaining about that, they're just the ones that just want everything for free. I'm I'm calling it as it is. Those are a bunch of whiny babies that just want everything handed to them for free and not have to pay for it. So so what if there was an hour time limit? I'm still fine with that. That solved my my rental problem. I'll True, buy the yeah, game yeah. if I want to. If I like a game, I should buy it and support the people that made it. You yep. know, you don't like the price of them, then don't buy them. Get into a different hobby. <laughs> this is an expensive hobby. You I know, think or, all hobbies are expensive. <laughs> or go over to the pirated world of the PC gaming, yeah. patching and driver updates, and you know, games never running like they look like in the demos because you don't have. You know, the greatest and latest brand new CPU and graphics card that yeah. they want $1,000 for. Yeah, buy a new graphics card every year or two. I'm buying a $500 console. It's going to last me the next, you know, 8 to 10 years without having to upgrade it. And 8 years from now, the game is going to look better than they do now. You can't do that on a PC. You can't buy a PC and 8 years later go, wow, these games are amazing on here today. Because the games in 8 years aren't going to run on your crap outdated hardware. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, that's right. And you paid a lot more than five hundred dollars for that PC. You know, so good point. It's it, people got to open up their eyes and, and and shut their mouths, and uh, you know, look at look at what there is, and stop. You know, the, the, the big brothers watching, yes, but they're not watching through your connect. You know, shut your phones off. Stop tweeting. Stop facebooking. Stop foursquaring. Shut your computer off, you know, put a freaking firewall and an antivirus program and some protection software on your machine, you know, all you people running a Mac saying, I can't get infected, <laughs> you know, <laughs> y'all live in a dream world, so, but anyways, I probably really should shut up, because I don't think anyone's even listening, they, they're all too ticked off at me right now, <laughs> I've probably really made some people mad, but. Everybody's tweeting and. Or squaring and Facebooking. <laughs> but you know what? They had, they had a chance to get on here tonight. I was And I was looking forward to hearing some of the other conversations. I actually didn't plan to go on this big, long rant that I've been on because I actually was just going to sit. I wanted the community to kind of fight it out, let everybody share. Because I do, I do respect other people's opinions. I re really do. And I, I mentioned this in Facebook because um, one guy, there was a guy who was very much against 
on the opposite side of the fence is my my thought. And I actually reached out to him before we announced it as a community night, and I said, hey, would you like to come on? I said, because honestly, I would like to have a discussion, and I, and I wouldn't have been as like, you know, vocal about it as I am now. I would have been a lot more common because I really wanted to have like, you know, I, I listen to, I watch Fox News, so, you know, their thing is fair and balanced. And what I really like about Fox News, everybody, you know, anybody that's not a conservative hates Fox News. But what I like about Fox News is when there is a big topic, you always have somebody from both sides of the table. You always have a, a, a Democrat and a Republican, a liberal and a conservative. You have them on screen to share their viewpoint. And I may not agree with one of them, but at least I get to hear their viewpoint. And that's what I was kind of hoping for today from our show. And then we kind of blossomed into this. Let's get, there was a lot of people wanted, you know, that topic exploded this week. So I was like, you know what? Anybody wants to come on and talk about it, come share your thoughts and, you know, we'll, we'll discuss it. So, but unfortunately that didn't happen. Life got in the way of, of everybody. So, yeah. but you are, again, I, I you know, you want to send us a voicemail, you can do that. You want to send us an email, you can do that, um, and you want to write it out. If you send us an email, we'll read it word for word. I won't change anything unless you call me a bad name. I might leave that bad name or change that bad name, just make sure it's family-friendly. But <laughs> um, we'll read it. We're not going to change what you say. So you're more And uh, we have an open show, so if you ever want to hop on and talk about something, you are more than welcome to join us. So... But I don't know. What do you What do you think, Rob? You got any further comments on DRM? I know I haven't let you say much. I I, I said my piece, you know, and I agree with a lot with what you said. <laughs> so I, I'm ready to move on. Okay. <laughs> As okay. we are an hour into our three hour show tonight. No, I can't do three hours. The rest <laughs> of this is real short, so we we don't have a whole lot to talk about. There's a lot of stuff, but there's not a lot yeah. of content to these. So let's do it, man. I I turn it over to you, Rob. The floor okay. is yours. So uh, are, are we done with the DRM thing, or I think, uh, I think should we go on to this other one? I think we've uh, destroyed that one enough. <laughs> Annihilated. Ultimate combo. As part of uh, Killer Instinct. There. No, that was Mortal Kombat. I, I don't uh, know. Okay. All right, so moving on to the topics for this week. Uh, first thing that we've got is uh, some news came out of Ubisoft. Uh, I believe everybody's heard of uh, that publisher. You know, they made uh, at least one or two games, reasonably popular. <laughs> so, <laughs> a couple two tree. So uh, they basically announced that uh, Far Cry Three is not the last title. I mean, Far Cry Three is a title that I've heard uh, a lot of people just rave about it. I mean, I've heard uh, one person say that it's almost like crack. I don't know why. I don't know why they even tried crack, but hey. Whatever, to each one. <laughs> so, um, they, uh, let's see, who was this? This was, uh, oh, I can't find Tony Key, which is the president of sales and marketing for Ubisoft. Oh, sorry, I actually butchered his title here. It's senior vice president of sales and marketing. Uh, Tony <laughs> Key said that we knew that it would be good, but it was even better than we were expecting. Uh, from the sales perspective, too, it was a really big success for us. The brand has now achieved a fan base a following that I think will be really excited when we finally show them another one. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So uh, have you played Far Cry 3, Mark? Yes, I have. Would, 
would you really say that uh, it was as fantastic as everybody makes it out to be? It was okay. Oh, yeah, you're tough to please, though. <laughs> I am. <laughs> it, it was um, interesting, but um, I, I've yeah. not... Um, I don't know. It, it was okay. I mean, I it didn't. Uh, it wasn't the greatest thing. It wasn't my most favorite game, but it was okay. Well, maybe you'll like uh, the following time. So, you know, whenever that happens to come out. So the original or Fall Cry Three originally came out in December of last year, December 2012, and uh, standalone expansion Far Cry Three Blood Dragon came out uh, last month. You know, we'll see what they have in store for us. That was uh, Far Cry 3. All right. Plus. 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 All right. Um, And beyond. (laughs) So let me ask you, Rob. Did you notice any kind of new trend or what what looks to be new? Nude? New. New, as in brand new. As in Gary Gnu? As in, yeah, whatever. Did you see, let me put it this way. Did you notice what looked to be a trend that was something we have not seen before (laughs) at E3 this year with these two console uh, announcements? Um, I noticed a lot of hate (laughs) that I don't remember in previous E3s. That's true, I guess. uh, Yeah, you got, I, I can't say you're wrong there. Okay, what if I say regarding publishers and the console releases? No. So why don't you enlighten me? I think I will. Now, I noticed this, I kind of thought about it, that, you know, we when a, when a new console is launched, we always know that we're going to get, like, our first-party titles. You know, those are always exclusive. I mean, though, right? That's kind of goes with the territory. Right. So we're going to get our Forces and our Halos, and uh, Sony's going to have their Uncharted's and Sing Stars, and uh, what's big that? Planets, little big. Planets. Little big planets, yeah. Uh, and their and their racing title, I can't think of it. Um, Ridge Racer. Oh no, not Ridge Gran Racer. Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo, thanks. You know, and they're going to be only on the PlayStation, and, and we got stuff on the Xbox, and those are always first party, you know, titles. So we, we've come to expect that, but Correct. what I find, what I looked to me, which was a new trend, and I think this is true because there was a write-up about it on IGN, was that I noticed that EA was giving exclusives to one console, and Activision was getting into the same game, and I'm kind of like, that seems odd that a third-party publisher would do exclusives and and for example titanfall now i'm surprised now titanfall is essentially the new call of duty and this is an xbox one this is i'll say it's a windows exclusive because it is coming to pc but it's going to be xbox one 360 and uh, windows only this will not be on playstation so i found that really odd that a title that is of the going to be of the Call of Duty caliber, or at least expected to be, it's by the guys that built that franchise, right. is going to be limited to one console. That surprised me. Um, we also know that Battlefield 4 DLC is going to come on Xbox One first. 
and mm-hmm. that Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare has not been mentioned that it's coming to Sony. Um, Activision, and now with Activision Camp, they've renewed their uh, exclusive, timed exclusive uh, DLC for Call of Duty on Xbox, and they're actually going to offer exclusive Destiny content for PlayStation 4 players that Xbox players are not going to get. So it's interesting. It's almost like, in a way, it's like, wow, these almost like these third parties are picking a side or playing favorites or, you know, it just seems unnatural or not normal for them. So one of the, um, here's some of the quotes. This one is from EA Labels President Frank Chabot. He says, strategically, are we are platform agnostic. Sony and Microsoft, we want them both to be successful. We want to support both of them at a strategic level equally, and that's what we're doing. Tactically, you have opportunities sometimes that become available when you can get into a relationship and into a situation where it makes sense to do a DLC pack or a digital exclusive on a product. Over the long term, you'll see exclusives on both sides on a tactical level, but strategically, we're not tilting one way or the other. We want to see both these platforms compete, and we think they're very highly differentiated. They offer customers very different experiences and options. Now, based on that comment, that makes it sound like maybe Titanfall will one day come to PlayStation. But if they, if Sony's not able to announce it, then that's got to be a pretty long time frame. I would guess at least a year. You know, because, and right. I think Sony would have a hard time not saying, well, we're getting it too, you know, um, and just let Microsoft say, hey, we got the next Call of Duty only on Xbox. Um, I, I just think it's interesting. One thing they said is, Jabot yeah. um, went on and he said, uh, where was it? Um, not, oh, he talks about the Wii U. Um, What's that? Act, yeah. Activision, let's see, it helps. Okay, so here's another thing. This is from, um, what's his first name? I'm, I'm scrolling back. Eric Hirschberg, who is Activision Publishing CEO, he said, it helps us launch the games. It helps us amplify our marketing message and get the word out to a larger audience. I'm not sure how that's a larger audience when you're releasing a game only on one platform, but um, Hirschberg explained, getting the first parties to participate in the process is very helpful. Um, us giving them some meaningful exclusive content or time advantages for their platform helps them have something to market on their community as well. It's a mutually beneficial relationship in both of the cases that you mentioned. But it's important to note that we're not exclusive relationships. Activision has historically been a platform agnostic company. So both of them are saying they're platform agnostic, but, you know, and I can see with Activision, you know, they've given timed exclusive stuff to, to one. I think the weird thing is that like Destiny is going to get stuff that uh, on PlayStation players are going to get Destiny stuff that Xbox isn't going to get. But from what I heard, it sounds like it's stuff related to PlayStation franchises and stuff like that, which would make sense. Why it doesn't belong on the Xbox world? But um, you know, it's just I thought it was kind of interesting, especially Titanfall. That's really the one that stands out. And I don't know, maybe someday it'll come to the PlayStation uh, Four, but I don't know. We'll be too late by then. We'll be we'll be playing Titanfall two when Titanfall one comes out on PlayStation. Yeah, who knows? Like I remember when the original Halo came out for PC. It was a couple of years later. 
I was yeah. like, who cares? You know, everybody moved on already. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of like, what was the point of that? Oh, for sure. And, you know, they said that Microsoft spent, what, $1 billion, $1 billion on uh, titles, didn't they? I I haven't heard any I think it was money. A, yeah, it was oh, they like said they were going to spend like a billion on new IPs. Okay, so this might be where that billion went. I mean, basically <laughs> to EA buy off the publishers. Of yeah, maybe EA got a lot of money for Titanfall. I mean, in, in some cases, you know, to go, you know, single console, they got to be bought. You know, I bet you Microsoft went into some publishers and said, hey, we'll give you X amount of money if you make it exclusive. And then they go, sold! <laughs> hey, I'd, you know, I'd, we'd be an exclusive uh, Microsoft podcast. podcast. I'd, I'd go exclusive Xbox if uh, they paid us. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't talk about refrigerators or... Exactly. Board games, even. I wouldn't even talk about board games. <laughs> we can be bought again. Just yes. Reaffirming that. <laughs> <laughs> we might put up a little bit of a fight initially. Just, just you know, so yeah, we don't. Play, so our community doesn't feel we sold out too quickly. Play hard to buy. Right. So, so. But that's it. Yeah, that's it. I just right. thought it was kind of interesting. You know, uh, I don't know if it's a trend I want to see. Um, but again, I mean, it's, we did see, I mean, Mass Effect, I mean, in a way, it's already been going on because Gears of War is with Epic, which is a third party, um, but Gears of War didn't go to PlayStation. Um, Mass Effect was a Bioware, which, so I guess it's really, you know, and that was on Microsoft all up until recently. So, I don't know, I guess it's not a new trend, but it was, I guess, I think it's new. It's something that happened in this past console cycle that we're now, this is the first time we've seen it on a new console release. You know, right. uh, yeah. what was the Sunset Overdrive? Uh, was it by Insomniac Games? Uh, yeah. They're now, they were always PlayStation developer. Now they're making stuff for both, but Sunset Overdrive is an Xbox One exclusive. So that's not going to PlayStation. So, you know, it's just kind of, it seems like maybe we're seeing more of it, but or maybe it's just more in our we're seeing it because of E3, and it's like, oh, hey, yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yet again, it's it's actually in some way it's already been going on for a while, so maybe we'll see more and more of this type of thing. So, I mean, I love Gears, and that was a great exclusive to get. I think that yeah, was oh, yeah. worth every penny Microsoft paid at Epic to get that exclusive game. Oh yeah, there's a lot of titles, but like five games, four games. Uh, they got four games in that series, yeah. That includes the latest one, right? Though. Correct, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, moving on, uh, a little, some more information from that uh, Ubisoft company that we talked about just a little while ago. Uh, they have announced, uh, or Variety has announced, that Ubisoft uh, is basically going to be getting into um, movies, I guess, of, of sorts, where they will have, uh, film adaptations of Watch Dogs, Ghost Recon, Far Cry, and uh, those little guys uh, called the Rabbids. And uh, Ubisoft will have uh, full creative control over all these, and they're going to select the screenwriters, directors, actors, and all that other good stuff to make this stuff, uh, you know, a, a reality. Last week they announced uh, they were working with Michael Bay to bring Ghost Recon uh, to the big screen, and uh, you know, that's pretty exciting to see you know adaptations of this stuff. You know, I know 
there's been some instances, you know, where the, the movies haven't been so good, but, uh, you know, there, there is possibilities with this. And, you know, if it's, uh, you know, titles that we like, you know, they could be freaking awesome. I think Ghost Recon would be good. Oh, yeah. I'd like to see a good Ghost Recon movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Splinter Cell. Yep, yep. <laughs> they say currently there's no timetable for this, but uh, it, it is in the works. It is in the works. Sounds like a natural progression. So even, uh, you know, like, did you mention uh, Assassin's Creed? No, I didn't. Oh, um, okay. I think Assassin's Creed would be a pretty cool feature film to make, too, you know? Oh, yeah. But, uh, but I think, yeah. Well, it, those, that, that is in the works, though. What, for Assassin's Creed? Assassin's Creed, yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay. It's a movie starring uh, Michael Bassbender. And oh. uh, it says it's been pushed back a month to June 2015th, and then a Splinter Cell flick with Tom Hardy and Sam Fisher. Nice. Cool. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff in the works. Very cool, very cool. Good. All right, well, hopefully those turn out good and uh, they get good good budgets and, and good directors and actors. Um, we talked about this previously with the uh, gaming, um, what is this called? Games for Gold? Games with Gold promotion that Microsoft is currently doing. They mentioned at E3, they talked about uh, gold subscribers will gain access to two free Xbox 360 games each month until the end of the year. They said that the first two games would be Halo 3 and Assassin's Creed 2. However, Fable 3 was the real initial game that was given out in June. Yep. So come July 1st, you better grab Fable 3 before July 1st because that will no longer be free. And you will then get either Halo 3 or Assassin's Creed 2. One of those two will become available on the first of the month. It will stay free for two weeks. And on the 16th of July, the other game will go up as being free for two more weeks. So you will, for the rest of the year, on the first and the 16th of each month, you can grab your free game. What is nice about this is, yes, it's only going till the end of the year, unlike the PSN, which they give them out constantly. But what is nice about these games is they will be yours for free forever. Um, they, if you canceled Xbox Gold, you get to keep them. So on PSN Plus, you have to keep paying for PSN Plus to be able to play it. If you drop your subscription, you lose those games. Um, these will be given to you. They're yours. Once you download them free, they're right. yours. So that's, that's kind of a nice thing that we didn't know. And it would be very cool if they extended beyond that. I mean, that would be nice, yeah. Know. They, they say it's limited through the end of the year, but they could always renew it. Chances and, are that this is the trial run, if you will, and I wouldn't be surprised to see the Xbox One start getting some stuff like this, because this could be something they could push people over to buying an Xbox One. Well, on Xbox One, gold members get a free game or something like that. And I think it'd be cool to see it like what, PlayStation Plus offers, even if you take it away, if I don't become a, if I'm not a subscriber, I mean, I'm fine with that because it's a benefit of being a member. You get this free title, and I think it'd be cool to see, like, arcade games and stuff like that. Like, you know, give us a free arcade title, and it doesn't always have to be a retail game. I, I mean, I understand the economics of that. Um, but it'd be nice to see some, like, a good re arcade title or something that we could get as a benefit, but 
We'll see okay. what happens. And, and there is a, a side benefit to this where it gets people who may not normally purchase things, it gets them used to going through the actions of purchasing. You know what I mean? Because you essentially have to purchase it, but you purchase it for free. Right. And there's, you know, they have what, like uh, 40, 50 million subscribers? Not all of them buy games, I'm sure. They should you be. Know, digitally. Yeah, they should be, but this helps them get over their fear. <laughs> you know, by going through the motions like twice a month of buying stuff, I think you're more likely to buy stuff outside of that. And even if you get these games free, like Fable 3, there's a bunch of DLC content that people get the game free and they start playing and they like it, they probably will purchase the DLC. So the companies, you know, publishers could end up gaining extra funds, you know, through this. Right. So, yeah, it's it's good for everybody. Um even if they're old games, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right, that's all right. it. Assassin's Creed 4 um, is in the works, and there's a season pass that was detailed uh, not too long ago. Uh, so Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag is the game. Uh, basically, it's a pirate-based game. So, what, the, the first one was, what, like, the Renaissance or something like that? You remember? Uh, for what? For what was like the first Assassin's Creed based? I know it was like hundreds of years ago, but I don't remember which period it was in. I I can look it up. So like then the second one was what like Italian? Like, I know the second something. one. Yeah, you were in Rome. Yeah, so it was like you know during Italy, Italy whatever. <laughs> so then Assassin's Creed three was during the Revolution, and then you're going to be a pirate. Our the first one is you. Yeah, never mind. Um, <laughs> there's too much yeah. here. It doesn't doesn't spell it out. Yeah. Okay. It's so, um, memories during the time of the Third Crusade. Okay. Whenever that was. Exactly. Yeah. I can find out. That just shows what my. The Third Crusade is from 1189 to 1192. 1192. That was okay. the time frame of the that year. That still tells me nothing. All right, but getting out to Assassin's Creed 4 with the uh, season pass, uh, basically it will take players even deeper into the real explosive events of the golden age of pirates. So the season pass is going to be $20, which uh, you know is pretty much right on with the majority of it, so like 20 or 30 bucks normally. So this is going to be 20 and it will include both single-player and multiplayer content. Um, so look for that uh, sometime in the future. Assassin's Creed 4 DLC. Season pass. But, you know, what's even better than that? What's that? Disney trailers. Oh, Disney yeah. clips. Animated shorts. Web shorts. shows. And even more from the Magic Kingdom have finally found their way to Xbox 360. The Best of Disney app is now available on Xbox Live Marketplace as a free download for all gold subscribers, and it houses content from Disney Channel, Disney XD, and the Walt Disney Studios. So, and I know some people are going, huh, snickering, but I know a lot of you have kids, and I'm sorry, Disney rocks, man. You can watch trailers for, like, the upcoming movie Planes, which, dude, I'm going to see that one. I'm all over that. 
uh, Monsters University, the Lone Ranger, stuff like that. You can see, you know, they've got trailers out there. There's there's all kinds of stuff available on this application. So check it out. Your kids will probably love it. It's probably something that you're, you know. And what I like about it, it's Disney, so you know it's going to be safe for your children and your family. So uh, it's it's a good app. It's free. I would go ahead and I'll recommend it. I haven't even grabbed it myself. But, um, you know, I know this is something you can recommend for the kids. So they'll enjoy it. Watching the trailers and stuff, and the yeah. and the short shows. So, speaking of planes, I can't wait to step on my first plane. What? You know, all those cars, cars. I mean, they're painful enough to step on, or you know, <laughs> find them on the stairs. Yep. Which is a real treat at night. But you know, those planes, that's gotta hurt. Now, I would imagine when I step on it, I'm probably gonna crush its little legs. <laughs> the cars, you know, I just bend the axles a little bit. Right. <laughs> Now you're gonna snap off props and engines yeah. are gonna fall off when they snap off their wings and yep exactly Daddy, you broke my plane. I mean, I know it's kind of getting off the off track here, but uh, my son went through and he lined up all his cars, cars, cars one yeah. and two, and he had I counted them. He had twenty Lightning McQueens. <laughs> yep. You know, all in different. Like, and, and if one's missing, man, he'll know it. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know it's yeah because as soon as you, you know, because you know when the kids go away somewhere like, you know, like they're sleeping overnight somewhere, that's where you do the, uh, you know the the pruning, yep. <laughs> the culling of the collection. Yep. And then they come back and immediately it's like you know you, you put the Lightning McQueen with his tongue sticking out because he's crossing crossing the finish line, and you snatch that one. He's like, Daddy, where's my Lightning McQueen with the tongue? How did he know? How did he know? Yep, they know. That's funny. Yeah. I don't blame him. I mean, I'll be the same way with myself. <laughs> as soon as it's gone, that's when you want it the most. Yep. So anyways, Rob, I want to get you back on track. And you tried to ask me earlier if I got my Amazon email. That is correct. I did. So I told you just to shush about it. And I'm going to allow you now to talk about why would you ask me about my email from Amazon? Okay, very good, very good. So those of you that pre-ordered from Amazon surely know what we're talking about, where they sent out a uh, an email, I think it was yesterday or the day before. I've gotten a so bunch. Been I've gotten several recently because all okay. the games I pre-ordered. Oh, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what Amazon did is they switched their um, system to allow release day shipping of, uh, of the Xbox One. Now, the date on there, which originally I think said that it was going to ship on or it was going to be received on December 4th, I think um, it was. They had the date, the release date is November 30th. November, exactly, right. which is the last day in November. Right. Because Microsoft had said that it was going to ship in November, but we do not know when. Right. So now in their system it's saying that it's going to ship on November 27th, but Amazon wants everybody to know that that is not a real date yet. Microsoft so, wants everyone to know. <laughs> well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> probably more so than Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's a customer service thing for Amazon more than anything. People are like, where's my... Well, hopefully they'll have it by November 27th, but you never know. Well, it, regardless, it's going to look good because when it gets bumped up, everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah! You know, you know, they're not saying... At least you're not saying, oh, it's going to ship November 1st. 
Yeah, that'd be the worst thing. <laughs> yeah, they're they're taking the last possible moment. You know, people don't mind when it moves up. Right. In other words, you get it sooner, but man, people get upset when it moves later. That's for sure. I'm still worried, Rob. Why, why is I'm, that? I'm afraid it's going to ship out um, on uh, – if it ships the day I said it does, that I claim, 12, 13. 11, 12, 13. Oh, because you're not going to be I'm not going to be – I'm not going to be home. <laughs> I'm going to be out of town that week. So I'm going to miss – I could potentially miss the launch of Xbox One. No. So I'm, I'm hoping it comes in on the 5th. <laughs> really hope it's on the 5th. Or the yeah. 19th. <laughs> Oh boy! Not the twelfth. <laughs> You're just silly for planning anything in November. Move, move your plans up to October or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a uh, work-related thing. So. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, we so, don't we don't know what the date is then. Yeah, still we don't know. We just know November, so it's a, a thirty-day window. And now, actually, let me ask you something real quick. So. You did the release day shipping, so you paid four dollars extra, right? Um, no, there was not a release day available when I pre-ordered, so I just said it was, you know, the two day is there, which is which what you select for release day delivery. But on the console, I actually said one day delivery and paid four bucks because right. I don't know if the consoles are going to have release day delivery like their software. So all the games, I just selected the two day. Right. But um, the console, I actually just said, well, let me buy, let me pay for it. Now, I don't know if they reversed that charge. I didn't really pay attention. I, it's four bucks. I really don't care. You know? Yeah. So I, I'll actually peek at my is order it, right now just to see if they reverse that charge for me. Is the thing I was thinking about was like, you know, if you try to save four bucks, if you cancel that order, what if they don't have any more day one? Oh, I won't, I won't cancel it for four <laughs> bucks. No. It's you not won't mess. Thing. You don't want to mess with it. Not gonna happen. No, the shipping speed still is listed as one day. So I don't really care. It's like I just didn't want to. I would have hated to not gotten it on day if they do release day shipping, and and then you know me not get it. Then I would have been upset. So, but yeah, they do. If you click on it, it says want to receive this the day it comes out. Select free two day shipping at checkout. Right. So. Actually, you know what? I can change my shipping speed. Oh, yeah? Um, so it just says, I, in my order, I can say change the chip, shipping speed, and it's standard or two-day shipping. So I'll just confirm it, and I don't have to pay the four bucks. Yeah, but I still get my order. Amazon Prime, two-day shipping is free, and it's now the two-day shipping. So there, so I just... Four bucks. I just saved four bucks, bucks, baby. Yeah, it actually dropped my order total. (laughs) Rock on. And I didn't have to cancel my order, so. Now you can use that for a McRib. Sweet. Which might be out around that time. And I can go tell my wife, I just saved us four bucks. (laughs) I'm spending 500, but I saved us four. She's like, no, you're spending. That's what she does. You never save. So. But anyways, um, so what's next? Wait, so what what did you change it to? Standard shipping? No, two-day shipping. Because that's – so when I go to change shipping speed, that's one of my two options. There's standard and two-day. Just select two-day. And then you're a prime customer, right? Yeah, yeah. Then you'll get it. Yeah, it's, it's still free. And when you click on 
the Xbox One and look at it day one, it says want to receive it the day it comes out, then select free two-day shipping and checkout. So I, you don't have to do the, the, the one day. So. Do they still have these? I don't the day know. One? I don't know. They've they've had – it's weird because people have, in our community have said that, you know, they've gotten – you know, they've sold out and then Amazon says, hey, they're back, and then they sell out, and then they say they're back. and Yeah, they probably – you know, piecemeal them out so, a couple hundred at a time. Probably. I'm, I'm pretty sure they still have them. So. But the, that actually will bring up, uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. So, but is that it for release day? That is all. All right. Well, real quick, Rob, there was hundreds of games that battled it out for Best of E3 2013 award given out by IGN. Yep. So do you have any idea on potentially what game might have won that uh, best game of E3 for this year? Because there were some amazing games shown. Mm, let's see. What could it be? What could it be? Was it Rayman Jungle Run? Seriously, what do you think probably deserved best game out of what you saw? Hmm. That's a tough one. I mean... Because there was so much out there, and so much of it was so cool. You know, particularly like the Xbox One titles, which to me were very, like, innovative, uh-huh. you know, in, in terms of just, like, visuals and, and what you could do. Um, Watch Dogs is too old, I think. Um, Quantum Break, maybe, or Titanfall? Well, you would be correct, sir. Yeah. That, what do I win? What do I win? You win a cookie. Um, just come on over to my house and you can have it. Titan, Titanfall won IGN's best game of E3 2013. And what I think is really cool about this, and it, I'm sure it happens in the past, but I like that it's an Xbox One title. I thought that was pretty cool. An Xbox One title won best game of E3. So. Yo face. Yeah, suckers. <laughs> So there you go. That is it. That's, that's very nice. Yeah, it is. And and very surprising that you know it would be something that an Xbox. I mean, does it does that say anything? I think that if you want game of the year, you got to buy an Xbox One. That's what it says. That's right. That's right. Because you can't get it on PlayStation. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on. Uh, so Square Enix. Uh, the company that did a uh, whole lot of games, um, but Deus Ex, they did Hitman, right? Um, yes, they do. And actually, this uh, is the wrong titles. story. <laughs> what? This this story is wrong. <laughs> That's not the right story, is it? This what? was supposed to be about. This was supposed to be about a uh, hitman. Yeah. So, why don't you move to your last story? I'll okay. Try, I'll try to correct this. I don't know why this is here. Okay. Okay. This isn't right. <laughs> this is this is the equivalent of like the lights going out during like an E3 presentation. Exactly. Like the the electricity going out or. Uh, not getting any audio. <laughs> well, I saw this. I was like, "Where is this coming?" On a video. 
I'm like, that story doesn't make any sense. When I saw it, I'm like, that? Because it was about a new Hitman game. I'm like, that's not what that story is about that he's reading. What happened? <laughs> yeah, Hitman, uh, what? Going mobile? Was it a mobile game? Oh, because, uh... Oh, it just says they're currently working on a new AAA Hitman game. Yeah. That's all it says. That's lame. Okay. Sorry, Rob. That was the story. New Hitman game being worked on. That's it. Okay. So along. (laughs) All right. We announced that one. All right. You take the next one, Mark. (laughs) All righty. Again, this will be really brief, but Xbox One and PlayStation 4 has contributed to Amazon's biggest pre-order week ever. With as many as 2,500 next-gen console purchases per minute funneling. 2,500 a minute funneling through the online retailer. So, I I mean, it could have been simply only for five minutes. And according to the media, that would mean 2,499 PS4s and one My Xbox Xbox One. (laughs) That's right. So, but we've seen that lot. we've seen those the Xbox Ones not become available and stuff, and then be available and then not. So if you want the the, the day one version, just go ahead and pre-order. Uh, the nice thing about Amazon is you can pre-order it, and they don't charge you until it ships. So you don't have to put any money down or anything. So if something happens, world ends, you're not out any money, or you need to cancel it, you know you you might want to know at least a week in advance. But, um, you know, to be able to cancel your order. But, uh, you know, you can cancel it later if you decide not. But you might want to put your pre-order in now while you can. So, because that first year, I mean, when they first come out, they're going to, these will be hard to probably find through the Christmas season. Since it's oh, the yeah. first, since it's the first uh, Christmas holiday season, you know, for, for these consoles. So. And, you know, in the past couple, actually with both Xboxes, the 360 and the original one, I kind of held off on it, and in retrospect, I regret it just because trying to find one later on really stinks. Yeah, you know, you're. Cause I remember I, I was running this program on my laptop at work that scans all of the sales sites, <laughs> like you know BestBuy.com and you know all those sites, and uh, it would look for changes. <laughs> On the website or on the web page, like the 360. Oh yeah. Meaning, like if there was a change, it would be like a quantity change, or it's back on sale. Yeah. It, just pre-order it. Just pre-order so you don't need to worry. At least, hopefully, they won't be like the PS3. And don't forget your uh, don't forget your extra controller too. Yes. <laughs> and games. And games. I got four already ordered. But I don't have an extra controller. I need to order Wait, an extra controller too. You need an extra controller. Just I always like to have two. My kids want to play something, or you know, the wife wants to play something, or of course, the only thing she usually plays is when she pick up a guitar with me. So <laughs> yeah, so well, she likes rock. She'd be playing, you know, one of the, like and, and if I and if I break one, and yeah. this way I can use the the secondary and not use my special Xbox One release date controller. I can save that. Protect that one. Or pad all the walls in front of you in your gaming room. So when you throw the controller... (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Put pillows up or something. All right. So moving on, um, the 
Halo trilogy, as it was announced, uh, with Halo 4, uh, that was supposedly going to be the start of the Reclaimer trilogy. Uh, there was some news from Microsoft's Phil Spencer, where he said that it won't be limited to a trilogy. He goes, while we originally said trilogy, we've actually expanded this to more of a saga. Interesting, interesting. So we don't want to limit the Reclaimer story with just a trilogy. And uh, uh, there was an update from 343 uh, at some point after that where they said, as we said prior to the launch of Halo 4 last year, we have a long-term vision for the future of the Halo universe, and we are excited to tell many stories in a variety of ways, such as Spartan Ops and games on other devices like Halo Spartan Assault. That's the one that's on the Windows 8, right? So, yeah, but uh, yeah. I have not seen or heard anything about it. Yeah. Uh, so we don't want to limit our plans to our trilogy. Our ambitions for the franchise are even broader than that, although the core story of the Master Chief and the Reclaimer saga is still being approached with a classic narrative approach, with a beginning, a middle, and an end. We simply have more storytelling tools at our disposal now. And I guess they do, you know, launching across multiple platforms, you know, Windows... Uh, Phone, Windows 8, and, uh, and uh, Xbox One, original Xbox. They, they do have a lot of tools. Yep. A lot of tools to pull money out of our pockets. But that's exactly. okay. That's okay because it's fun. That was that. All right. And I believe that is all for uh, our topics this week. That would be correct. <laughs> Well, if you guys want to join the community, we our community is growing. We're always adding new people. Glad to see you guys out there. Uh, look for us on Facebook, This Xbox Life. Uh, you can email us, contact at thisxboxlife.com, twitter.com forward slash thisxboxlife. And um, we don't use the Twitter a lot, but we you will we do twit or tweet the releases of our show, so you'll see a posting from us when our new show releases each week. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, go to our website and use the app on the website itself. So. And if you've got some friends that you know really are passionate about the Xbox 360, just like you are, you know, let them know about uh, the show and the Facebook group, and you know, maybe they would be interested in checking it out. Exactly. So, so moving, moving on to uh, the releases this week. There's a. Uh, Quite a uh, bit. I mean, a lot more than past, uh, what, month or two? Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, here, I'll, I'll go through some of these here. So uh, on June 25th, there's a couple titles here. Actually, I won't go by date. I'll just go down the list. There you go. So on uh, June 25th, we have Deadpool hitting uh, 360 uh, and Sparta- Spartacus Legends. Uh, on the following day. And that one is a uh, arcade game. Correct. And we have Ride to Hell Retribution on the 25th. This is also a release title. Correct. And uh, here, you want to get the next one? Because I know you love her. On June 25th, this is all you need to get. Make sure you get your Microsoft points ready if you don't already have the, the, the season pass. Because 
you're going to get punched in the butt <laughs> with Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep. This is the final uh, DLC for the Season Pass members. This is the fourth and final one. And they have said that this is the biggest um, add-on pack that they have done. It has, like, more... They said they got more new enemy types in this one DLC than they've wow. all previous release DLCs combined. Um, and so it's a much larger game, and it, it's like a game in a game. It, it should be awesome. I can't wait. I've been waiting. I, That's a I big haven't butt. even... Huh? That's a big butt. It's a... Yep. <laughs> so Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep for Borderlands 2. Coming out this week. I can't wait. Tuesday. So. And we've also got uh, Doodle Jump coming out for the Kinect. This is a lame mobile game <laughs> on the Kinect. For those of you that like it. And then we also have uh, Kinect Sports Gems, Boxing Fight, and Magic Duels of the Planeswalkers 2014. Are you going to get that one, Rob? Uh, I don't know. I got the other ones, and I mean, they're just too hard. <laughs> I just get a. So I, I don't know. We'll see. All right. So well, that is it for the releases this week. That's it for the but show. That is right. That is right. Want to take us out, my friend? Oh, why not? Uh, thank you guys, everybody, for listening. Hopefully, you're all still listening and not too mad at me. Um, I still love y'all. iTunes reviews, please rate us five stars. Um, it does help us get noticed. Um, also, we are looking to make some changes around here. Um, we do need, um, if anybody wants to volunteer, if you're a graphic artist, we are looking for a logo. Well, Rob and I are trying to work on it, but we're willing to take submissions from the community as well. And uh, if you got anything that you want to submit, it's got to be, was it, Rob, 1400 by 1400? Yes, sir. Okay, so this will be a view, uh, this is the image you'll see on iTunes. Um, I don't see it in iTunes. People said it's not there anymore. Uh, I think it has disappeared uh, because we got to change the size. Um, I still see it like on my phone um, in, in the in the podcast when it pulls it down from iTunes, but I don't see it in iTunes anymore. So, but we want to get rid of the avatars. We want just more of a, an emblem, um, and we're you know we're kind of looking at some things. But um, if you anybody in the community is a graphics specialist and has a few minutes to send something that they would like to have their artwork, we will definitely give you credit for it. And, uh, show us your skills. Show us your skills, yeah. So Mad skills. Uh, we would certainly appreciate it. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, I think that's it. So I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709. I'm taking off. And I'm Rob, also known as Presar. I'll catch you later. Thanks for listening, everybody.